Say something. What it do, baby? It's the Iceman Paul Wall. Got my mouth looking something like a disco ball. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Okay, guys. So, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy. It's me, Jasmine. I'm here with Julie and Joe. Yo. And welcome back to another casual talk about all things mental health and mental wellness. So... Let's go ahead and start with a quick check-in. What was your highlight? What's your challenge for the week? This week, oh, it's been it's been a week. <laughs> so who wants to go ahead and start up? Hmm, let's just kick it off, babe. Go ahead and start uh, it. Right. How did I know? <laughs> that was perfect. Played mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So let's see. A challenge this week is just. Um, so I listened to Amanda Seals' podcast, and the one that I listened to was about pursuing positivity. Hmm. Um, and so it really resonated with me because I'm constantly trying to pursue positivity. And something that has been challenging for me this week is just me being more self-aware and like noticing when things are triggering me. Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge because I want to notice it, I want to acknowledge it, and I want to do something to make it, you know, go away or make it, make me feel better. So that's been a challenge because, you know, work has been something, <laughs> you know. Um, so that's been a challenge. A highlight for me is that I got to do a training my job paid for me to go to trauma-focused CBT training, um, which and what is what does CBT stand for? <laughs> Cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay, okay. break it on down. Okay, um, so basically, it's a module for like working with kids with like uh, PTSD symptoms and stuff like that, addressing their trauma head on. And so just going to that training was so great, being able to get knowledge from other people. And the trainer, she was just really awesome. So I was, that was a highlight. Yes, I was like, I don't want to get into my (laughs) Nunu. But yes, that was a highlight for me. So what about you? I'm going to put me on the spot. Oh, all right. Um... (laughs) Highlight and challenge of the week. What is um? Also, my challenge of the week. I guess there. Um, um, I work in a predominantly white um industry as a mechanic, so you deal with you know microaggressions on a regular basis. Um, and this week somebody had not only was it a MAGA hat. Like hanging around the shop, but this was At like American Airlines. This was like a, this, this was like this was like a like a uh, um he didn't have it on. This was like like he had like, like his decoration. Yeah, it was like yeah. Somebody has space. a bunch of hats. Yeah, and, he, and one of them today. But not only was it the, was it the MAGA hat, it was like a special edition one <laughs> with like it was like the master like the commander in chief one with like oh, the with no. like the gold. It was the Kanye and, edition, and then, and then the and then the four <laughs> stars on the back. Yeah, the cotton game. Yeah, so I couldn't like you know I can't like throw it away like I wanted to. Right. I thought about I was like what I was like this camera. I'm so glad that you did not let that (laughs) go. No, we have access to torches and and blade. Like I would (laughs) that thing would have been destroyed if I was on that. Man. But 
Instead, I'm passive aggressive and petty as fuck. So I went on Amazon <laughs> and I bought a bumper sticker that said, fuck you, Trump. About, about nine inches by three and I stuck it on the back of my box right in the open. <laughs> So a classy clap back. That was my that was my challenge. Yes, the, man, yeah. the management saw it. The new manager and the one that his last day was today, and they said only thing they said about it because it had F and it had like an extra CK. So it wasn't it wasn't the, the yeah. spelling. It wasn't the spell. It wasn't the vert. It wasn't the what it said. It was just the the profanity yeah. implied with so that. So what did they say? They just said just uh well it wasn't like because I had it well like if you're driving past you can see it. Uh, in my box so I just put it on the inside so once I open my box you can see it but it's still there it's still there it's just yeah yeah until I get something a little more PG to stick up there okay so what's your highlight um (laughs) uh, oh oh my god that's the new new okay so let's not get into that Oh, they bar- well, they did barbecue for his last day yesterday. So they barbe- they made carne asada, mm. some chicken. They Keto. Made- yeah, they made pollo. Keto kitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. always a highlight when we get free food, so. Yes. My job loves to give you homemade food. No, thanks. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> My highlight for the week. Obviously, it was that I went on vacation. Yes, she's finally back. And it was a great vacation. My challenge, though, was, like, literally two days before I went on vacation, my voice, like, Mm. disappeared. Like, it was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And the Um, whole card stuff and all that, right? Oh, yeah. That was the whole thing, too. (laughs) But that worked out. Good. So, Mm. you know. How was the food in Italy? The food was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) The pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food did you have with Italy, Julie? Put a sauce right. I mean, I had the best pizza. I don't know why people say they don't like pizza in Italy. And I think, it, well, see, Brandon didn't like the pizza because he likes pepperoni. They, they don't, don't have use pepperoni. pepperoni. Uh, oh. It was just like so cheese they, yeah. and sauce. But I love a mushroom. Ooh, I love hey. olive. Yeah. Like sicko, I love sicko an mo. Sicko <laughs> I'm with Brandon. You we, down with the yeah. sick ass pizza? <laughs> so I was like, give it all to me. We in Pizza Hut with it. <laughs> so Brandon got a pizza and he was like, nah, like, uh, like he didn't eat. He had like a piece to say he ate it. Wow, what but, a waste of money. But he had some bomb pasta, and I felt like those clams mm. were literally caught like yeah yes yes and um i mean i had enough pizza to last me for the year Ooh. Yes. yes so now you're gonna Wait. be a keto kitty oh now, yeah speaking of, speaking of pizza uh, that pizza we we, we cheated on keto last we week for single de mayo <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Whatever. We, we did eat them. Went ham. <laughs> ham in that Grand Central Station. There's too many options. Yes. Have you been there? Yeah. Girl. I haven't what? been there, but I know there's a oh, lot no. of food. Burrito. Their food is bomb. <laughs> she had flautas. 
It was technically taquitos. Te- taquitos. Technically. We, we split some fries and we split a pepperoni pizza. And that was probably the best pizza I've had in L.A. Hello, people. Do not judge us, okay? <laughs> no, that was, that was a really good That was a really it good was food. a necessary evil. Yeah, that was well worth it. It's balance, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Oh, it's it's just so awkward because we over. I mean, we just digress. It was a good segue. So segueing back to me. Segueing back to um, her highlight. Another challenge. Oh shit! Okay, her challenge. Another challenge I had was the last day we. we missed our flight. Ooh. Ooh. Not missed it. It was full. Uh, so we had I to stay that. the so night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we had to stay the night one more night, which was okay. The problem was near the airport. I get. I don't know what was going on in Naples that day, but all the hotels were gone. But they were B&Bs. They were selling on Booking.com. Mm. And I have never stayed at a B&B or an Is Airbnb. That a bread bread yeah, I've mm-hmm. never... What is it? Before. Breakfast in bed? Bed, bed and, and breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? Did we stay in one? Nah. The one at Pasadena? Oh, the Airbnb? Is the that a considered one? I, it might have been. It was a little Maybe. Creepy. She offered us some granola. Oh. She woke us up to buy piano. She did. At like 7 a.m. She was down there playing her piano. Playing her grand piano. I didn't have that experience, but that's awesome. There's a little get out. Is McKenzie? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> back, back to Naples. So tangent. Brandon finally finds one because my phone's dead. So I have to just rely on what he's like finding. So he's like, I think I found one. I was like, Yeah, sure, cool. Let's just do it because at this point, I want to charge my phone. Mm-hmm. So if any of you guys don't know, when you go international, like nowhere. Besides the U.S. uses the outlets that we use. I was about to ask, do you have the adapter so, set? So, when we went to Bali, I bought one. Hmm. So, we were set in Bali. So, all the other countries use the same one mm. and we're the odd men out? Yeah, like, we're, we're the ones who use the metric system and everyone else uses whatever mm-hmm. the other system is. Mm. And, like, yeah. They all these different outlets, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they got the free tuition, healthcare. Right, and the U.S. is just... Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, because I can go on and on about this. When we were at his sister's house, of course, like, we had stuff because everyone had outlets, whatever. Now we're by ourselves. I It totally blanked my mind. And it's funny because Brandon kept saying, let's buy a charger. And I was like, no, we don't need to buy one. The hotel is going to have one. But we didn't stay at a hotel. We stayed at a and b So we get a taxi and we give the guy the address. So we're driving around, driving around, and finally he we get there and he goes, the taxi driver's like, is this it? Da? Is this it? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, this is it. He was like, just for one night, right? Just one night, right? Oh, shoot. Basically, you ain't had no business being there. Wow. He Y'all dropped us off house? in the middle of downtown Naples in the middle of nowhere. And so, mind you, me, like Brandon is like Brandon he's tall as fuck I'm like black we're like <laughs> noticeable so like oh we what you guys stand out right what <laughs> so we get in it's a call box and but the Airbnb guy I mean the B&B guy let, like, he wasn't there so we kept dialing for it 
but no one's answering. But no, like we can't physically get inside the building because no one's. I didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. So finally, a girl walks out. I said, "Scoozy, scoozy," <laughs> inside. She was like, "B and B." I was like, "See." She's like, "Oh, come on, come on." I said, "Thank you," because we had been out there now for like fifteen minutes, and mm-hmm. I we could not get inside this place. So then she's trying to explain to us how to get to it. So finally, we understood. We go to the sixth floor. And now we're in front of the door, but, like, we can't get in the door. Mm. And I was like, okay. Oh, it says WhatsApp app. Let's call them on the WhatsApp app. <laughs> Is that what it's called? That, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's, it's not a WhatsApp. WhatsApp, there you go. I called it WhatsApp. I know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, they got a different one out there. Okay, WhatsApp app. <laughs> so we call him, he doesn't answer. I said, oh, great. It's okay. Okay, it's okay. I didn't need to get in. <laughs> Not at all, right? But he didn't answer because I guess he figured we were Americans. Mm-hmm. So he was like, just text me. Because yeah. I'm not going, we're not going to be able to communicate. So finally we would get the code. We get inside, get the keys, get our room, whatever. But now we need to go. It's like 1030 at night. And I'm like, oh, you know what? When I was in Bali, <laughs> I just went outside. There was like a 7-Eleven. There was an adapter there. Mm-hmm. When I tell you guys, we walked for three miles. Yikes. Trying to find an adapter. No one sold an adapter. My phone was dead for about 14 hours. Mm-mm. And at this point, we just had to pray that God woke us up on time. The fight was at 11 a.m. Mm. So we just hoped for the best. I ended up waking up naturally at 6 a.m. So Look at that. But... I mean, walking around downtown Naples at night through these alleys, like, remember the mafia doesn't like Americans, so. Hey, you didn't pack your sword, so you wasn't ready for none of this. You wasn't ready. <laughs> you was ill-prepared, mm-hmm. sis. <laughs> but walking around, like, people literally had, like, whole, like, covers on their steering wheels. What so does they, that mean? Like, like, what are you saying Like, right now? literally, like, um... Like something that they covered their son wall and locked it up. Oh wow! So oh, that he still, so like back in the day when people used to like not that they not the club. Put, yeah, not the club, but literally like a case on top of their steering wheel. Wow! That's and they wild. locked it up, and it was on all their little cars. So I guess people stole shit around here. And I said, "Yo, Brandon, this means so y'all good. was in the hood." <laughs> was some good pizza though, and. But Best food always in the hood. Yeah. Always the hood. It was yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Couldn't take a picture for y'all because phone was dead. But you got a picture that they used on the read. Is I that know. your highlight? Oh, how cool! Why? That's just everyday stuff, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh weird <laughs> flex, me. But okay. okay. But yeah, no, that was my highlight and my challenge of the week. Yeah. And my voice just came back, but I'm still coughing. So y'all so gotta forgive sorry. her, okay? If I laugh too hard, I start coughing. So I'm just sorry. ignore her and <laughs> somebody just throw a cough drop at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so you know, I love to talk to y'all about new things I'm trying, doing, listening to. So I actually have a couple things for my new new. Okay. I'm about to put y'all on. <laughs> I'm not going to charge y'all because we a community, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, Ari Linux 
put out her album Shea Butter Baby, and it is just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so good, great vibes. Pull up on it. Mm-hmm. Good it's, features. Yes. J good. Cole, JID. Yes. Who else was on there? Was somebody else on there? Um, I can't think off the top of my head, but I know for sure those two mm-hmm. are on there. Um, so yes, listen to that. Let's see. And then actually just today, I was telling Joe that I wanted to like get more crystals and stuff like that. And so actually not not far at all from where we live is like this place called the Salt lounge (laughs) i have to like enunciate (laughs) that um and we went in there joe's very adventurous he'll always just be like we should just go here like let's walk there see what they got why not so we went and it turns out it's a black owned like Mm -hmm. place um they do all kinds of things they do like reiki they do like chakra alignment they had a salt room they have a salt room 500 pounds of the pink himalayan salt Mm -hmm. which is really good for you apparently um that shout out to our rock over there we got our little yeah i was looking at like oh there it is yes (laughs) apparently it like keeps your air pure that's what she said, right? Yeah, purifies the air and um, something with energy. and uh, Yes. So, we went there. I got some Palo Santo. I mm-hmm. got a new crystal, um, which is the Pyronite or Pyrite. Some, I think. Is that Fool's like that. Gold? It is Fool's ah, Gold. Ah, I remember that. Um, and it promotes protection, success, and wealth. I was like, yes. That's ironic. I yes, yes, yes. need that. <laughs> it is check. ironic. <laughs> um, so, yes, that. This is my last one, and then I'm done. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I've been doing a lot of work this week, y'all. So, okay. I, it's not new at all. It's actually old, but new because I feel like I'm more so in the space to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've returned back to my book called what is it called success um and happiness or some what is it called uh we'll add it in the show instructions instructions for success and happiness i believe is what it's called and it's basically a book that talks about energy and positive positive thinking and um it comes with guided meditation and visualization exercises which i did today and it was just like oh i just felt so good so i've been reading that i'm not finished but i'm really liking what i'm reading and i'm trying to incorporate it into my life so that's my new new i'm off my soapbox going ahead um what i say my oh my new new for the week um we since we're on this keto diet, we've been trying and finding new items to try. And uh, we found a company that makes keto-friendly cereal um, and all the flavors, fruity, cinnamon, chocolate, chocolate, and frosted. And frosted. They come in a four-pack. Um, yes. There's only three grams of carbs per serving. Yes. 
almost 30 grams of protein. No, I think it's only like 12. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> 12. But still. Yeah. That's more than normal. Mm-hmm. So. And it tastes just like your regular cereal without all the carbs and all that other sh- stuff that they put in there. Yes. <laughs> Keto approved. <laughs> okay. Julie. So, my Nunu is tied into my trip. Mm. I've never taken a hop on, hop up, hop off. Wait, oh lord. The hop on, hop off bus. Never done that before. What's a hop like on? Like the trolley? Big ass red bus, like when you're going to places and like yeah, you're you going hop on touristy places. Mm. And like you can get off the bus. The double decker bus? Yeah, the double decker bus. Like uh-huh. you see it in Hollywood. Mm. Oh. I've, I've never, never done it before that. because I thought like it it's was corny. whatever. Yeah. But like low key, it's just, like your taxi for the day. Because mm. when you get on it, they give you a map of all the stops of where you're going. Like, for example, ours was $30 per person, which was clutch because it was for, I think it was for two hours. Don't quote me on this. But I also saw somewhere that was for 24 hours. So I think they have different time limits mm-hmm. on what you can do. Yeah. But for two hours, you have a taxi for $30. So mm. we started at the Coliseum, got on at the Coliseum, and then we went over to this other stop where we were able to stop and do, like, three things at once. Mm. We were able to get gelato, we were able to see some history stuff, and we were able to take pictures or whatever. And they got back on the bus. They took us around the entire, like, touristy area of Rome. Oh, wow. Mm. So that was mad cheap. And, we were and able, you got to experience the culture. Right. So that was pretty dope. So I suggest that whenever you travel, to do the, any type of variation of the hop-on, hop-off bus. Like yeah. I feel like I still didn't say that right. But there was like four <laughs> of them out there. There was like a red one, there was a pink one, there was a purple one. Regardless of which one you do, you still, for that time limit, you can get on and off at how many times you want. Yeah. Because there's like a, a ticket you have. You oh, that's lit. Get on the bus. So that was pretty good. And also, I haven't tried this yet, but I don't like eggs. I can't stand eggs. Hmm. Nasty. Unless what? they're hard boiled with no yolk in it. Mm-hmm. Then I can mess with it. So that. just the white part? Yeah. Like, Ooh, that is weirdo. That hard-boiled is clutch I can eat, either eat that or they have to be, like, scrambled or fried. Like, I with can't. something. Just not eat it by himself. Like, I'm going to eat a plate of eggs. No. I can't even do that. I mean, I can make them. Don't know what they taste like, but Brandon Same. eats them. So <laughs> I'm assuming Same. that they must be good. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> but this lady that I followed. Uh-oh. Excuse <clears throat> <she is> me. <laughs> This lady that I follow I met at Brex event, she just posted a vegan substitute for eggs. Oh, the just? Yes. I'm going to say so it's a I few of I think I'm going to have to try it to see if I like it. Because. I, I don't know what even that even I feel sound. like if I don't like regular eggs, I'm for sure not going to like fake eggs. Yeah. I mean, just, that's, that's a That's how I point. feel about cheese. <laughs> Like, I hate cheese. Okay, let's talk about this cheese. We quick. can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we're going to deviate from this really quickly. I feel like when I was younger, I didn't like avocados, right? I know, that's how I was too. And then I got I was thinking this today. I was thinking this today, but I feel like if I ate cheese, I would throw up. <laughs> okay, so, no. I think that you, you should smash that pizza, though. I pick and choose. And I got cheese on it. Yeah, let's talk about that. 
But anyways. I don't like it on like burgers. Or... But my thing is like when's the last time you had a cheese on a burger? Whenever like they've accidentally put cheese on it. So I scrape it off and there's a little. So when's the last time you had a full burger with cheese <laughs> I on it? I would never do that. that when's the last time you had mac and cheese? I have fake mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Then you made it. I made but it. But when is the last time you physically had real mac and cheese? I've never had real mac so and cheese. So how do you know you don't like it? Because I'm disgusted by cheese. So we are I, growing I up now, Jasmine. I have a cognitive <laughs> distortion, okay? Thank you. So that's wow. how I feel about avocados. I mean, I still can't eat avocados plain. But I will fuck up some guacamole. Mm. But before, I remember... A long time ago, someone got a burrito for me with avocados. I freaked out with guacamole. I was like, I can't eat this. There's guacamole. It's touching. They're like, we, we washed it off. You I washed wa- it off? Not off. We wiped it off. I was like, it's still there. Let still me still find green. out they, they <laughs> ran your burrito under the, <laughs> under the faucet. <laughs> but then I tried it one day because I was drunk at Cabo Cantina. I said, whoa, this is what I've been missing out on mm-hmm. all my life? Yeah. So I need you. This is going to be your homework for the that week. That is wow. my, my commitment. You need to have something with cheese on it. I if already it's a did. salad with feta cheese Ew, on it. No, I don't. Okay, you so like Alfredo. I do like Alfredo. You're saying, uh. And that's cheese. Yeah, but it's like sauce. You guys, we're not focused on cheese. <laughs> 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 we have deviated far enough. Okay. <laughs> We are not having yeah, that You have a toxic relationship with cheese. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I do. This intervention, we have come to you today explaining uh, that you're missing out on amazing food like mac and cheese because you don't like cheese. Right. That's okay. That's how I met you. Well, I already met you because of camp, like the, 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 the student council camp. We went to Subway wow. and you were like, oh yeah, we're going to oven roasted chicken oh, yeah, no cheese. And I was like... No cheese. Yes, no cheese. I don't want. <laughs> are, are you dying? We might have wow. to pass, ladies and gentlemen. Look, here, I'm fine. like she might be under attack. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm back. So, a part of being an adult, I would say, is kind of knowing what kind of boundaries to set with people. And how do we find out what kind of boundaries we should set with people? Mm. Mm. Through experience. Yeah, with the experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do we meet ding, someone ding, like, ding. okay, these are my boundaries. That's the, right. right. Imagine if you met someone and they're just like, hey, my name is Jasmine. My boundaries are that. You need to text back in 30 seconds. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I can see that being like a corny, like white person comedy movie where they like what they just answered that's I how could. they they meet somebody yeah i could see like maybe a um hmm hillary duff kind of <laughs> oh playing like the love interest and then there's mm-hmm. some quirky stand-up comedian that wants to act yeah, type like um <laughs> the kid from uh workaholics what's his name oh with, with the long hair no, not him. The other one? The other the, one. That was in that the time one that's machine. In everything. <laughs> the one that he went back in time for do the same day over and yes, over. Yeah. Him. Yeah, he would say that, yeah. It'll be some like corny pickup line exactly. and it'll work because it's in New York and during uh, the summertime. 
<laughs> yes, but we learn through experience um, what we're willing to deal with, what we're not willing to deal with. And whenever we do not have boundaries, that's whenever we oftentimes are mistreated mm-hmm. or find ourselves in situations that we ain't got no business being in or, you know, the list goes on. So today I want to talk to y'all about toxic relationships, toxic relationships, (laughs) unhealthy relationships, however you want to call it. I just want to get the tea on, you know, toxic relationships. What do you what do you think is like a red flag that you're possibly in a unhealthy relationship? And I do want to just clarify that it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be platonic. It could be work. <laughs> okay. It could be family. Like it's not only about romance. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? Um, I guess I'll start off with the friendship side of it. I guess if it's, I don't know, like I've had, I've had friends that like they're into shit that I'm not into, like whether it's drug related or whatever they were doing outside of school that I just like, no, I'm not with that. Mm. Like we can do this, like skateboard or play some football or something, but like outside of that, like I'm not. Oh, this is like high school. High school, or even even after high school, like they'll be in, like they was into other shit. And I'm like, you know what? Like we can drink, we can like play video games, drink, like do whatever. But I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. You gotta, you gotta have your boundaries. You can't like succumb to peer pressure. And but some people are not mentally strong like that. Yeah, yeah. Some people are easily influenced mm-hmm. because they don't really know who they are yet. Yeah. And so in trying to figure out who they are, they'll find themselves in situations like that. Um, I guess, like, for me, a toxic relationship, how did I know? I definitely didn't know while I was in the relationship. (laughs) Like, Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you do not know until you're removed from it and you're looking back like Mm -hmm. oh i couldn't hang out with certain people (laughs) hindsight's 2020 yes like i couldn't talk to my friends we would argue every time that i wanted to go out so i just stopped going out you know Mm -hmm. then you get like you start getting angry towards that person and um yes resentment yeah resentment like all that like just um been yeah i've been guilty into like not going out with certain friends because they think i'm gonna act a certain way if i'm hanging out with them and that's okay that was something that really bothered me is that i have met a friend and he didn't like that i got along with the girl and so so i literally was not able to hang out with her i remember i went out with her once and we got home late we ended up like going to the hookah bar and you know those places don't close till late and i was young at this point so i was like (laughs) "Eh," you know having fun and he called me pissed off that i got home so late and blah 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 and it's just like damn like 
I just thought like, oh, he'd be tripping. You know, I didn't think like, oh, like that's unhealthy. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, I really think that you don't really realize that you're a part of a toxic relationship until you're removed from it. What you thinking, Julie? I'm thinking about like coworkers. Oh yes, Ooh. that's what I'm thinking about. Me too, girl. Because I feel like people say all the time that coworkers aren't your friends, but I have coworkers who are truly my friends. Yeah, and then I have coworkers who are my friends solely because we work together. Exactly. That's like big, I'm that's not talking one, yeah. to yeah. you outside of work. There's people that literally I'm like you said, just their friend because we see each other. It's like high school. Like, you would have friends in high school that you're best friends with. Oh, my God, we're great friends. And then when summertime came, you didn't talk to them again until September. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so there are coworkers that I have now that I find myself getting annoyed with. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I stay their friends out of convenience. Why, though? See, that, that's the thing. I don't know. Well, I'm getting better at it. Because mm. now, like, I'm, I'll eliminate Oh, oh my god eliminate myself from this situation <laughs> but I feel like those are toxic rela- relationships because you're being friends with someone solely because you gotta see each other every day and it might not be a healthy relationship for you but you feel like you have to well in my case I felt I felt like I had to be their friend <laughs> because this is my coworker, or I feel like I have to talk to this coworker because all my other coworkers who I like aren't here today so I feel <sighs> like I have to be with you honestly if my favorite co-workers are not there i'm putting on my music and you know <laughs> just doing me yeah i'm not about to sit up here and talk to people that i don't normally talk to yeah just because i'm alone like right no <laughs> well, see that, but that's one of the things that i'm working on yes because when i switched up my birth control i was on like a hundred with my emotions Mm. so I was getting girl like, we've been there <laughs> I would get either really annoyed really quickly or I would get really sad really quickly so there was a, a, a period of time where I would disappear from everybody and I would just be by myself and during that time I realized that I need to be like well you know what I don't think you really need to be talking to this person Julie because when you get around them you get more annoyed but if you're like you need to eliminate yourself from them because even besides the birth control you're annoyed with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need to eliminate yourself from them so that you're not annoyed with them and then it reflects on your work. Yeah. So that's something that I've been working on since July and I think I'm better now. But <laughs> everyone is always a work in progress because I felt like I had to just be this person's friend without saying, like, you know, more because I don't want any drama at work. But if you feel like this person thinks they're like the head honcho oh i hate that so and then like if you don't hang not hang around them if you don't do what they say then it's like what i'm dead it up it's like no but i'm also julie and, I and i'm also fine. looking around for who cares so. right so <laughs> right i'm good but thanks <laughs> if you're not signing my checks relax right <laughs> oh i've had to tell a supervisor that to their face and they can't do nothing about it. that's the best feeling too when you can tell them off and they can't do nothing I about it. I just never have experienced that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the union. 
Right. But I went off on someone. Oh. Like, I always stay super biased. Oh, that's the best, too. Yeah, you got that authority. Though. That's what made it so difficult. <laughs> you gotta do it. It's a toxic relationship. <laughs> whenever you're... No, but seriously, whenever you're... I And listening back to the podcast, I have to stop saying no seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I was about to say it. No, that's a challenge. Um, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> um, that's a toxic relationship because um, my friend and I, we both were like at the same position. So, like, we weren't ahead of each other. We had a shift leader who told us what to do, and we just basically was listening. Mm-hmm. Now, the shift leaders, everybody done got hurt and was out on workers' comp. So, I started before her, so I started picking up the slack. And then I'm like, okay, but I'm, like, busting my ass, and I need to get paid for this because it's not really in my mm-hmm. um, job description. So... <laughs> So I asked for, you know, the interim position. They gave it to me. So that made me right here and her, like, under me. So I was essentially her supervisor. Yes. And that changed the dynamics real bad because, like, before, I didn't care what she did. Like, it didn't matter to me. But Mm -hmm. whenever I was supervising her, it's like, dig, you got to clean up after (laughs) yourself. You can't. The kids need to have showered. Why is y'all still outside? You know, mm-hmm. just I had a lot more anxiety mm-hmm. and that changed the dynamics. So I would say that going from being on the same like playing field as your friend to being their supervisor mm-hmm. can be a toxic relationship because there's always going to be feelings about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're my friend. Right. Like, why are you talking to me like this? Mm-hmm. Why are you telling me what to do? Well, I mean, it's kind of my job like yeah it's I'm always, getting paid for it <laughs> right it's always one person that takes the job a little more seriously and then they get mad they're not even mad the other person gets mad that yeah. you're actually doing your job yeah like we used to play around yeah we did used mm-hmm. to but now I'm like a supervisor and I gotta lead by example yeah that's why I, that's one tip to avoid toxic relationship is I would never become a manager at LAX I don't think I physically can because I have too many friends there. Mm. So when it comes to discipline or anything like that, I feel like I'll be biased. Like Mm. if you did something and now I got to tell you, Hey Jasmine, X, Y, and Z, I would try to, in my head, not saying that I would, Mm -hmm. but I would try (laughs) to find a way to not get you in trouble. Yeah. And that might not seem like it's a toxic relationship, but it is because I'm trying to, I'm playing favoritism towards Mm -hmm. you. That's also yeah. that union life too. True, and once you're a manager, ain't no more union. Yeah, you had it. I wouldn't want to do it. Like we had a couple guys go up to supervisor from being a mechanic, and we're like, why? You don't get any more. You're, he's want that authority. Yeah, oh, manage. Well, when I become a manager, I'll make more money than what I'm making now. Mm. But um, that's not gonna be for a minute. I'd rather perfect what I'm doing first, because there are people at my job who literally jump from. Mm-hmm. one position to a higher position and like no shade to them but I feel like why would you not want to be great at what you're doing first before you take the next step like master yeah, yeah. master what you're doing yeah. first yeah 
So that's just how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to knock how everyone else is doing it. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Because at the end of the day, people do what they feel is best for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I have a question for y'all. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I do. Um, so, what about if you have a toxic relationship with someone like a best friend? Like someone that you really care about, but... I don't know, something happens and they're all acting different or maybe they start doing drugs or something <laughs> like that. Like, how do you think, what's the best way to handle that? Oh, that's a tricky one. I did throw you guys for a loop. Um, you did. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've been in a situation like that where I've had someone who I considered to be one of my best friends. Oh, um, you don't gotta say yeah, who. Yeah, probably on, shouldn't say the on, on, <laughs> on online, but and it sucked because I think she was influenced by people around her, mm-hmm. and when it was just me and her, our relationship was fine. Yeah. But then when third parties were included into our relationship, then it became toxic because now you're acting different towards me mm-hmm. around other people. And I feel like I'm the same person around everybody. Mm-hmm. Even if another person, who, who someone I don't wa- know walks in, I'm still going to be the same way. Like when your friend Jasmine came over, I was still, I was the same Julie and I've never met her a day in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like you need to be different around different people. Yeah. You shouldn't have to do that. And unfortunately, our friendship ended because of that, because I couldn't handle it anymore mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to feel like you're ashamed of me or like you know I'm because they think that I'm corny or they think that I'm a quote-unquote loser that you have you don't think I'm corny you don't think I'm a loser you've been my friend for this many yeah. years so just because they're saying this you don't need to change how our relationship is and unfortunately R.I.P. that friendship and sometimes, yeah, sometimes there are necessary endings next week's podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes there are necessary endings. Like like a job. A job can be a toxic relationship. Oh, yeah. I told y'all before, whenever I worked at Maryville, I literally was like drinking alcohol <laughs> to survive. <laughs> like that was my baseline of when I was not at work. <laughs> like, I was day drunk somewhere. I was night drunk somewhere. Like, I just... Yes! I was really just out here. Wow. And that was a toxic relationship. And I think noticing the signs of when you're getting, I don't know, triggered, when things are, like, affecting you negatively, and taking inventory of that, to decide whether or not you need to still be there or whether you need to create that space. Hmm. So, for my, not my last job, but the job before my last job, um, the group home, whenever the last kid that I had a genuine relationship with got triggered or whatever the case may be and punched me, And I wanted to snatch her up. (laughs) I was like, okay, it's time for me to bounce. (laughs) Like, with or without another job. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot. I I can't have that job. (laughs) Because I would have been fighting the kid that day. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And who 
time to be in jail. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I don't. And I, do, I didn't want to lose, like, my empathy for the kids because, mm-hmm. you know, it was it's never about me. But in that moment, working in such a high-stress place that I was already unhappy at and having a kid hit me that I genuinely cared about, I was like, oh, okay, so... Mm-hmm. It's a necessary ending. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of the utmost. That might have been just a bit of reflex to get just a punch to the throat. It might have been a, <laughs> yeah, a reflex right after that. Shit, damn. Exactly, yes, but yeah. that is not trauma-informed care. <laughs> Better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what about you, Joe? What do you think? Um, I you think... You love to say uh. I do. I got I to gotta stop saying that. <laughs> I almost did it right there. <laughs> he's trying, he's trying I'm trying so hard not to say uh, oh man that's like, why I, I said anywho yeah, anywho <laughs> and I still want to say after that so it's like anywho um. I've had friends in the past that I've had to remove myself from because they act a certain way around around different crowds of people to try to I don't know make themselves stick out or try to flex or try to you know whatever to make themselves look better for mm-hmm. whatever you know mm-hmm. um yeah i did already so yeah i just i just pretty much eventually just like fall back into and just fade out do you did you ghost your friends uh I, no <laughs> no not not right off the bat i might like just like not go to stuff stop going to stuff or like either because half the time i had no money or um being an introvert just not want to leave the house mm. so I'm, nah, 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 next time but now you're so different yeah not, yeah because i'm i'm here like back everything was like all right i'm i'm from here i pretty much like, i felt like i've been every like in chicago uh, so it wasn't like needed to go out yeah needed to go out and it was like cold all the time pretty much in the like you can't really ex- explore that's why yeah, and I wasn't making as much, so it was like just none of the factors was for me to leave the house. Back in the day. Back in the days. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm every, yeah, but I've just had to leave friends, um, jobs because it was just toxic micromanagement. It's always Oof. they always try to micromanage Current. or Currently. just bumping heads with somebody because I'm stubborn. Probably get that from my dad, so I'm not just gonna yes sir yes like no especially if it's a part-time job or something like i'm not not going like that like i can get on craigslist and get another part-time job doing something else i'm not gonna put up with just just for just for a check i mean i have a toxic relationship with the long beach parking enforcement (laughs) 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 i try to set boundaries but (laughs) Uh, I think they set those boundaries. They with, set the boundaries with for white me. paint. I keep <laughs> disrespecting mm-hmm. the boundaries. <laughs> uh, anywho, <laughs> yes, um, boundaries. So boundaries are super important. And like I said earlier, you kind of find out through experience what you're willing to put up with what you're not willing to put up with mm-hmm. um so something i saw on twitter today was the hashtag dear 
myself 10 years ago or something like that to myself 10 years ago something like that oh shit yeah (laughs) um and in the spirit of that i'm just wondering what you would tell yourself from the past that was in whatever toxic relationship at 18 10 years ago no it doesn't have to be 10 years ago just like whatever toxic relationship in the past Damn. Like to myself in said toxic relationship. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever been in like a real. You did. You were in an unhealthy relationship. You want to think on it? I'm like looking at you like. <laughs> I'm looking at you like. Whenever you're, you can't hang out with your friends. Uh, that's unhealthy. Okay. Yes. Saying. I was like, I'm not saying I didn't say toxic like he was beating you. I'm <laughs> saying like, like unhealthy. unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even okay, I'll say a toxic relationship being a person who's literally only being used for like. Sorry, parents. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, close your ears. Sorry. If you're only in a relationship and you're literally just around to have sex, mm. and then in your head you think that the relationship is going somewhere, Ooh, and then you find out someone has a whole talk girlfriend. About it. Talk about it. Oh, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Oh my gosh, you did it. Because I've definitely hot. been there that before. Tea. That I've been like. Twinkle, twinkle. Oh, that was the stars. beginning, huh? Yeah, just Ooh. like, oh my god, guys, he's so perfect. Oh like, he does this, he does that, da 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 da. He da, also da. take care of his girlfriend. <laughs> hey, you know. And it's so crazy because in my head, I was just so fixated on him just being so like there about you, right? Yeah, that I did like all the signs were there. All of your they were all, all there. common sense <laughs> left, <laughs> right? Like and so in my head goodbye. I was like doing the most and I done introduced this boy to like my friends and my friends I mean you <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks cause then you find out that you know they had a whole other whole other girlfriend wow. right so then now you're in a toxic relationship without even knowing that you're in a toxic relationship exactly so I would tell myself Five years ago. <laughs> 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 that boys will always be there. They will. They don't put all your eggs in one basket yet. Yes. Don't. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I would tell myself, well, to, I'll go back 10 years ago, my first actual relationship. Um, you I w- never was in a relationship before me, though. True. Factual. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hashtag uh, uh, first relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. If I could tell him, I would tell him, "Don't do it. Please See? save yourself the trouble." Because it was it was so many red flags. It was Your girlfriend was in LA waiting for you. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you have to, but you have to go through the shadow. You have to you go have through to. the valley of darkness yeah. to see, to what see you the light. Want you know what I'm saying? What you don't want. See. It's so true. But yeah, they like it was so many signs. It was either guilting to like go hang out with my friends. It was, and that's crazy. Like, I need to have a life outside of you. Right. Like I told her, it was like they've been here before you. Like they're not. They'll be here after right. you. Right. Then they get they're still my friends. So 
Um, it was that insecure, being insecure within yourself, and like oh, fix it. projecting that on. Yeah, like yeah. Pro- oh, um, hey, preaching. <laughs> um, well, at that point, I was eighteen, so I was really into video games, and like used to stand in front of the TV if I wasn't like spending enough, like spending enough time. Oh, blocking your view. Literally blocking my view of the video game, like. Yeah, that was serious though. Yeah. But my thing is like I never experienced that because I liked video- I like video games too. Mm. Mm. So. I don't I don't like any games. So. You was playing Crash Bandicoot that one time. Just get it in. It actually like provoked a lot of anxiety. Oh. <laughs> was jumping a lot. It was not fun <laughs> at all. Um, so I've never had to deal with that. Yeah. Because yeah. I would be sitting next to you like, <laughs> oh God. Gaming with them. Yes. <laughs> so, to, ten, to 10 years ago, to 18 year old me, 19 year old me, I would say relax. Like, there is more out there. Like, you don't have to stick with that one just because it is one. Just because it's a relationship. Right. right. Just because of a relationship. And then the second one is you like, um, was it five years, five years ago, me, I would say, um, damn, that was, that was text too. Cause she like, if you, she like, your girl knows your triggers and she would like to like use those <laughs> like, to so get it, to get yeah, to get a reaction, like give me and like trigger my anxiety or whatever, or try to get me mad or something. Like, cause her previous relationship, she was always in tight relationships, so she projected that onto trying to get me upset. And I'm not like I don't like to be like get upset, cause if I get upset, I would like to like throw some or yeah. like be like yeah. So I didn't like none of that or. There's a lot of red red flags in that um, across the board. So I would just say, um, again, don't do it. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. keep it what it is. <laughs> keep it what it is, and just keep it moving. Hashtag I would have yeah, relationship. Right. <laughs> I would have been out here a long time ago because I was talking about that since like a long time ago. But yeah, it was all for the best because, you know, you get your, you know, you learn lessons and then you become better from it. So yeah, everything, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Every single thing. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, it was just teaching you. I just feel like everyone comes into your life through either a blessing or their lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't want to sound corny, but I do think that's like really true. It is true. Yeah. Because you can be with someone and it'll be like a shit show, but you're with them because you want to have someone for yourself, Mm -hmm. essentially. So you're willing to put up with a lot just for the fact that you have a boyfriend or you have Mm -hmm. a girlfriend. And I think that what I would tell myself, and this is what I tweeted also, is that, you know... There's going to be someone worth waiting for. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to settle for less than you deserve. Mm -hmm. You don't have to settle for someone that's going to, you know, 
halfway care about you. Mm-hmm. Situationships. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. I also would say is, which we didn't say, is wow. I would tell both of my 10-year and 5-year is to um, realize the what you bring to a relationship that could be toxic Ooh. and work on that. What was you bringing that was toxic? Um, just being young and not seeing like positive relationship models around me. Mm, so what does so, that mean? What's, let's really dive, um, okay, dive in. Well, my parents were never married. They didn't show like public they didn't show PDA so I didn't show see my parents cuddling or like holding hands or kissing saying I love you any of that growing up so there was no like baseline of like how to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. so working through that um life just learning how to go through life and all that stuff so you gotta figure out what you're not good at and get better at it so you'd be better for the next the next time going around yes exactly i'm i'm trying to find a meme that i found because it was so true and you know i really have oh i found it no is this it Mm, i don't know but this is a good one and i'm gonna read it to (laughs) y'all They say real maturity is noticing your own inner turbulence and pausing before you project how you feel onto what is happening around you. Mm-hmm. And that's it's literally so true. Like doing inner work and becoming the best version of yourself is not at all easy, but it's something that's necessary. And something that will make you a much better person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that even though it might be a little difficult to notice some of the toxic traits that you bring and that you have. I mean, no, you have to notice them. People, no one is perfect. Everyone has ways that they can improve. Whenever people interview you, they say, oh, what's your weakness? I never say I have a weakness. I tell them I have areas of improvement. Uh, (laughs) Okay? Because I'm not weak, but I can improve in some ways. So, you know, that's just kind of where I operate from. So, what what are some characteristics that you would say um could potentially show you that maybe this could be toxic or this could be unhealthy what are some of the traits that you've noticed um like i said um like insecurity like if you say something like anything you say triggers them and makes them upset or um you wanting to do something without them or different from what they want to do and it's an issue with it or um uh it could be a number of things i guess it depends <laughs> on the relationship and who you like <laughs> and what you feel about it yeah like if you make if you're anxious all the time or like just not feeling right about it then that means that's something to think about that means that they're not bringing you positivity. Mm-hmm. That means that something about them is not sitting right in your spirit, and you can't ignore that. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta act on it. You gotta act on it, and then 
move on. Move accordingly. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my therapist because that's what she always tells me. Um, no, to piggyback off of that, I would say um, getting starting fights whenever you're out with your friends so that you're not having a fun time. Um, mm-hmm. Not wanting you to go out with your friends because whatever reason. Um, let's see. Whenever. Um, projecting like rom-coms onto your relationship. What think, does that mean? Like, like all those romantic comedies that you see on TV and you think yeah. that's how relationships supposed to be. And then you think because you're like that's how you're like like some like Gypsy Rose, mm. like you're delu- you're being delusional on a, how a fictional movie's playing out. That's that's how life is, and that's not. Mm-hmm. That's I've never come in contact with that, but um, I think someone who picks and chooses when they want to interact with you. Mm. Um, and that could be like just a friend or like situationship, whatever the case may be. Like if you're constantly available whenever they're ready to see you, you know, but whenever you want to hang out with them, it's always an excuse or something like that. Like Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a red flag right there. Yeah. Something's not right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that it's so easy to see someone and see the potential and what they could be and like them. I mean, and it could be like on a surface level, like, oh, he's nice. He texts me in the morning or like, oh, he's cute, you know, and wish for it to progress from there. So you kind of have these rows what is it called rose rose jaded no that's jaded. that's not rose at all <laughs> not jaded but that's green oh. rose glasses i don't know you see yeah. them in a good you see <laughs> them in a good light and you don't really see the negative things until you're kind of out of it mm-hmm. um and so i think that's something that i personally deal with a lot mm-hmm. Um, just like being too available to people that wasn't available to me. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's toxic. Yeah. Because, you know, you're putting yourself through stuff, making yourself available, you know, um, saying you can't hang out with your friends because so-and-so finally hit you up and you would rather hang out with them. But it's like people make time for what they want to make time for. Exactly. And if you're not being made time for, then you're not of importance. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. And you just got to move accordingly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing is if you're like you have boundaries set within your relationship and they are blatantly disrespecting said boundaries, you have to take that as as the biggest sign to move on and get out of the toxic relationship well fun fact okay if you tell someone to stop doing something or something that they're doing is bothering you within your intimate relationship and they disregard that that is a form of abuse fun fact (laughs) (laughs) okay you know i just i i do a little bit of research on healthy relationships because that's important to me yeah Mm -hmm. so what about whenever the toxic relationship is like with a parent 
in the black child in the black people yeah. like what which one ain't that's sar- sarcasm I, sarcasm like, black people have good family cultures and stuff mine was a, had toxic aspects of it that you that looking back on you can see but growing up in it was just that was your normal that's exactly what we kind of talked about in the training is that you know oh it's not okay to like smoke a bowl with your mom at 13 oh it's not okay to go to the club with your mom at 15 like oh that's not okay it's like people are exposed to these things at young ages so it Mm -hmm. seems okay right (laughs) and that's what's crazy um you were saying something and I cut you off and I wanted to um no as looking back on it there's been multiple red flags within my parents relationship such as um my mom's friends being cut off but that's a whole other thing with them and they being young and being parents and trying to deal with all that whatever they had going on arguing um yeah, just a lot of you, you could tell that it was they, if if it wasn't for us, it wouldn't have lasted yeah. as long as it lasted. Yeah, and that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, people will be married or like cohabitating together, um, all for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the kids would do better seeing both their parents happy. If they're not happy together, then they just need to separate. And that's fine because I would rather, you know, have to deal with going to my dad's house and going to my mom's house rather than, you know, going home and hearing them arguing because Mm -hmm. that's exposing them to trauma, too. Yeah, there's been many nights of waking up to them arguing. And that's probably one of the reasons I have anxiety now was dealing with just like i I was a light sleeper so waking up to that a lot Mm -hmm. um i get it they were trying their best and they did a good job sticking together and trying to keep the family situation going on and giving us positive um roles role models whatever which they did a good job in, in most aspects just looking back on it you can see like this was not normal not not yeah not healthy mm-hmm. representations luckily there was other ones around so it wasn't the soul like to base off of yeah like you have other baseline yeah it was but then you had other options like this is how it's supposed to be yeah like my grandparents exposure yeah my grandparents were married for their entire lives so um they came out the womb married no okay (laughs) they married on my grandfather's 21st birthday when he was on leave from deployment that's so wild to be married at 21. I was right. living my wildest life <laughs> at 21. The feedback uh, off of what Joe was saying, though, because, for example, my parents, I didn't know until I was, like, a teenager that they weren't married. Mm-hmm. I was always under the impression that they were married. <laughs> so to find out that they weren't and that they Why stayed, did you think they were married? Because she wore a ring. Oh, did he give it to her? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had so a ring. So he gave it to her too. Um, she he he bought her jewelry or like he you know. Stuff. But did he give her the ring? Not like that. He bought her a ring, yes, but it wasn't so, for like. No, I'm not saying like an engagement. Yeah. Like he purchased the ring for her. Mm-hmm. So I thought they were always married. 
And so, like, you know, we had, like, private conversations about, like, life. And I was like, oh, you guys aren't married. And then it took me until I got older to realize that that they were only together for me. And so, of course, like, growing up, I had people who lived in two-parent house. I mean, mm-hmm. one-parent households. They were going mm-hmm. back and forth. And I, in my head, I'm like, I don't have to do that. I can go home to my mom and dad. But then my mom and dad are not, like, happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as I get old, like, Did you notice they weren't happy? When I got older, I did. Mm-hmm. When, when I was younger. Growing up, no. When I was younger, I was, it was like, like a facade. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're great. Like, you know. <laughs> but now that I'm older, I'm just like, well, damn. Like, yeah, I would have been like every other person, I guess, mm-hmm. living in living in two different houses. But at least... You know, she could have found somebody else, or he could right. have found somebody else, and you guys could have, you could have more kids, mom, or my dad could have more kids, mm-hmm. and I feel like now I feel like it's my fault that you guys didn't, Ooh, you know. But you can't, you can't put that guilt on yourself mm-hmm. because it was their decision to not you know go out and go with someone else mm-hmm. like sure you were here but you were you were the kid mm-hmm. so don't, it don't fall on you so relax see. <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> but that's a form of a toxic relationship knowing that people are only staying together because people do that all the time they stay together solely because rent in LA is expensive Ooh. or mm. you know because they don't want to be single and they want to be able to say they have a boyfriend or a yeah. girlfriend. But sure. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. Live your best life. You happy. I think that as a society, we place such an emphasis on finding our person and being in a relationship and hashtag relationship goals that we're willing to take less than we deserve Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. for the sake of having a relationship and that's the toxic relationships with ourselves Mm -hmm. because we're out here thinking that we're whole by someone else Mm -hmm. when really we're whole by ourselves Mm -hmm. and the other Mm -hmm. person just compliments us Mm -hmm. you know um, so I think that in itself is a form of toxic relationship and all that. I can I I did think about a quick little story time, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure you know about Julie, unless this is the time you was with so and so. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but remember, I was dating that person who will not be named when I was in college, um, and he was going to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yes, toxic relationship because one, I was like, I wasn't even 21, and this man had been married and divorced, had a kid already. Like, I was doing a lot <laughs> in the for the sake of having a relationship, and I took it too far by going with this person because whenever you're working for the government and (laughs) i'm trying to be as diplomatic as possible but to keep it funky whenever you work in (laughs) when you work in in the in the the military yeah in the military then you just more susceptible to getting married and you know divorced Mm -hmm. and all that stuff because you know what is marriage for the most part um so this man basically wanted me to hurry up and finish college so I could move in with him and basically be a stepmom. <laughs> um, 
And so whenever I told him, like, oh, that's not, like, an option, he, like, got mad and, you know, had all these issues. And so we broke up because he called me and I was asleep, so I didn't answer. He called me a couple more times and then he broke up with me because I didn't answer him. <laughs> and it's like, wow, first off, you're older than me. Why is you acting this way? <laughs> what is this? And then... To make matters worse, this one I was living by chat across the street from Chapman in a little studio. Girl, I get home. This man done sent me an edible arrangement. We have been broken up for like two weeks at this point. Wow. Send me an edible arrangement with like balloons and like four teddy bears and stuff like that. Like the whole works. And it's just like, this is crazy because we broke up and you're still trying to uh win me over with gifts and favors and things like that and it's just like no like i have my mind made up like i'm good it only <laughs> works good in the that. movies huh that only works in the movies it does it does because they pull the that arrangement bag out it's well niggas love <laughs> to try and pull out shit <laughs> at the mm-hmm. end of the day mm-hmm. it's like it, it's in the words of jojo it's just too little too late <laughs> <laughs> real talk no but the the end of this story is that i was literally driving in the car with my mom and he had been calling me from different numbers and i was ignoring him because i knew it was his crazy ass (laughs) girl a 310 number called so i answered (laughs) it's him (laughs) stalking at this point so it's like yeah no um, this toxic I have to block you and never talk to you again have the best wow. you know I, w- I want to wish you the best but <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I am not the best for you so <laughs> we're gonna have to uh, say no to that and keep it pushing <laughs> so we, t- we talked a lot about you know how to determine if something is toxic unhealthy whatever you want to call it um what about if you are in something toxic and you have that eye-opening moment like oh this is toxic i don't need to be here how are you gonna get out what do you guys think um i heard something else but i think it applies but it's like driving through the fog like you just gotta keep going what is <laughs> like no like in a time relationship like you gotta get out and then you gotta keep you just gotta so keep living. So your answer is to get out of the relationship. You get out of the relationship and then you continue. But how do you get there if this is someone that you care about? I mean, you gotta you gotta do it for yourself and you gotta you have do to, what's best for yourself yeah. and leave them in the past. Yeah. Y'all do it y'all leave everything else in then you know in the past, so Yeah. See, I'm just trying to challenge your thoughts. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to work on my crap. Um, but no, um, I didn't say it. I almost did. Anywho. <laughs> I can't. Um, anywho. So, I mean, y'all know that I'm the meme queen, okay? Hashtag meme queen. Jayonce. <laughs> But I saw one that said, it's okay to leave people right where they had you fluffed up at. Of course, it said the real word, but 
Mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm working on, you know, exuding more positivity. So I'm working. The, and that, it's a process, but I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> so, but that's so true because a lot of the times we make excuses for people and we give them chances and chances and chances. And it's like, okay, after a certain point, this is just who you are. Mm-hmm. And I'd be foolish to continue to enter- entertain you. Right. If I know, if you're showing me time and time again who you are, I'm crazy to think that you're someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's toxic. And that's toxic within ourselves. And that's something that I would encourage everybody to work through. And you guessed it, (laughs) therapy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was supposed to have therapy this week. And I needed it because, like I said, this week I've been trying. And you know what? She canceled. So I'm going to have to have a conversation with her about (laughs) our attendance. Because I'm not going every week. I'm going every other week. And when you cancel it, it's like... Girl, Mm. Mm. I got stuff that I got to let out. Exactly. (laughs) Okay? But the lady um, at the salt lounge over there, she told us about Reiki and how it basically just, like, cleanses your body of whatever you're holding on to. So I am going to try that. I told Joe that that's going to be my self-care. Once a month, I'm going to treat myself to something over there, whether it be, like, buying a crystal, buying whatever getting reiki getting in the salt room like that's what i'm gonna do look so, like in the salt room i do want to go in there it looked real cool mm-hmm. i'm down for it um so we kind of talked about toxic relationships what to do joe said to get out um i think also just caring about yourself more than you care about having someone or than this person you know Mm -hmm. that's what will help you to see the light and get out and get what you deserve um i think a lot of the times it's super hard to just sit there and wait for someone to come and knock at your door (laughs) and want to be in a relationship with you um because we're constantly like we are constantly getting all these images of people in their relationships going on vacations mm-hmm. and bay trips and bagels and mm-hmm. vacation and all this stuff. So we can't really get away from it. And, you know, as humans, that's what we're here for. We're here for connection. We're here to, you know, have someone. So I think it's a little difficult to try and navigate that. Um, but as with everything... It's a working process. Um, or you can be like me and take the month off of social media and just disconnect. Re- yeah, disconnect, reset. Ooh. Be in the now. You know, like you were before you had a cell phone. That is definitely a form of a toxic relationship. Yeah, you're going to talk about that shit with your phone. With your mm-hmm. phone. With oh your my phone. gosh, we didn't even talk right. about that. Yeah. With food, mm. with anything. Oh my gosh. I could wait just to touch on food real quick because that's something that I've battled with my whole life. Okay, food and like seeing it as a reward for like working out or um, sticking to your diet. You're like, okay, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. And you just have to shift your the way that you view food and 
because that's like unhealthy to see like oh i did this so i deserve this Mm -hmm. it's like i want this so i'm gonna get this but you can't say that every day Mm -hmm. you can't say that every week you know because you have to take care of yourself you know your health is important all of your health your physical health your spiritual health your mental health Mm -hmm. your emotional health all of it it's important and you have to really tailor everything that you do to make sure that you're making good strides to being the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. because even with social media like i think it was the year before i from october 9th to november 9th i wasn't on social media because I just wanted to not. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. so wrapped up in it. Right. Everything yeah. I was doing, I felt like I had to put this on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to put this on Instagram. Oh my God, I have to do this. Even like the my vacation, like I don't have that many pictures because I was so much in the moment. Which is everything right, which I was is, doing. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like Brandon had made a comment like, you're not taking a picture? I said, no, because it's, cra- it's just crazy to me that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm trying to like, because first off, Brandon is like an old man. Trying to when process it, comes, it. When it comes to social media. So he'll be like, I'm taking all the snaps, but I need you to take the regular pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the same thing, though. <laughs> and if you look at his Snapchat story, it's literally like, you know how like you have so many like stories, it turns into like a small little line? Yeah. Because it's so many. So long. <laughs> and, so it, and I'm not watching it. So. Right, so we were just like, literally like, <laughs> First just off, tapping I'm not through. even tapping through. I'm just ignoring it. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his story. But you just take it in the moment. Like, I'm in a whole other country, 6,000 miles away. I'm not thinking about taking a picture like the sunset I should have sent you. Yeah. Brandon was like, you didn't take a picture? I was like, oh, I guess I should so I can remember what it looked like. But I was just so like, this right. is crazy. You're engulfed in the culture. Right, exactly. It's so important mm. about traveling. I think right now it's like, oh, I'm traveling like, and it's like for the Instagram picture. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. You know, I took some pictures whenever I went to, uh, where was I? Cancun. But... I also want to experience stuff. I didn't experience stuff because, you know, whatever. But we're going to Dominican and I plan to, like, experience the culture, try their food, you know, and just really put myself out there because it doesn't make any sense that I'm experiencing this and I'm not really experiencing it. Right. Yeah. I'm so down to, like, be off of social media again because now I really don't have anything that is going on until June that I would I feel the need to have to be on social media for mm-hmm. yeah cause that whole month not being on it like it was great because I didn't know that like, Cardi B got engaged or I didn't know like all this right. stuff was happening because when I was waking up in the morning I, the first thing I wasn't doing was touching my phone which is exactly. a bad habit of me mm-hmm. like, exactly and that's that was that's thing. actually something that I've been working on mm-hmm. like with me waking up early and working out like I I don't text and drive so I literally like don't look at my phone cause I would rather like spend the last like two minutes like laying in the bed so I lay there and then I just go do what I gotta do get out the house go in the car drive I'm just listening to music I'm not like on my phone or anything yeah the first time I get on my phone is like whenever I do my daily post that I'm at the gym yeah 
But, you know, that's kind of what it is. Like, I'm not doing the most. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and now, because I haven't used Snapchat. Like, the only reason why I get on Snapchat is because you Snapchat me. And Snapchat is, like... I literally weird. don't get on yeah, it. You or Gabby will Snapchat me. That's the only reason why. It's kind of weak. I'm not going to lie. Facebook and Instagram both have pretty much Snapchat now, so... Yeah, but they filter is not as good as Snapchat. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's the only thing. No, but yeah, um, it's possible to have a toxic relationship with food, a toxic relationship oh. with your phone. Right. I um. literally saw like in the training today, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was checking my phone too, I was texting, but I was just looking around, everybody checking their phone, checking their phone, checking their phone. Mm-hmm. And that's toxic. You need right. to be able to separate yourself from that. You know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was going to say, uh, unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. Shout out to Uh-oh. shout out to the black Israelites and everybody nah. else. You can have a toxic <laughs> relationship with religion. I was going to say like I'm that. Like, I was going to say religion say and spirituality. With like, um, I was going to say both. I was going to say both. I was, thought I had another one. But like, you can be toxic with that too and be like overly yeah overly yeah. overbearing with it doing yeah. way too much yeah cause you can't force things on people you can't yeah you can't especially like yeah you can't force any I mean hmm, mm. that's a different yeah. story yeah. but you literally can't force like kids to do right. stuff yeah there's a lot of cracked glass houses out here oh yes for show. yes 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 for show, a show um so basically if you feel like you're in a toxic relationship get out (laughs) get out hashtag for the week would be get out Mm -hmm. no um an intervention that i like to do whenever i'm like having strong feelings about a relationship that i'm a part of is you know write the pros and write the cons and see which one outweighs the other and just kind of process that and look at it and see whether or not this person is, you know, adding positivity to your life or draining, you know, the positivity from your life. Mm-hmm. Because we're all functioning with our energies and if we're mm-hmm. letting people with lesser energy in and they're kind of um messing with our energy is is toxic and they gotta go mm-hmm. um if it costs you your mental health if it costs you you know the way you feel about yourself it has to go yeah it just never will do so get on out mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it so let's go ahead and check out with self-care um with some self-care we're gonna be doing this week just to make sure that we are refreshed Julie, not you, but Joe, refresh before we go back to work because you mm-hmm. you got work tomorrow. We know that. And <laughs> we're sorry, sis. We're sorry. Um, but what's, um, what's some self-care that you're going to be doing? Um, I am going to... Well, I'm going to try to stretch more this, this week. Yes. Because I've been stiff and... We don't really stretch and begin the boxing. We, you know, loosen up with jump rope or whatever. But I need to dedicate and actually stress because I'm getting old. 
You are. You know, muscles <laughs> tightening up, whatever. So. So what about you, Julie? What's some self-care you're going to do? Well, well, it is self-care, but I'm going to do the same thing that you're doing, the 30-day straight. It was supposed to start today, but I had a breadstick from Olive Garden that my coworker bought. Oh, in. wow. So uh, it was going to be today. And you know, <laughs> this is a freak fact, but those breadsticks are 150 calories each. And I could go to Olive Garden <laughs> and throw them back with the rest of them, okay? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Bet. fun fact toxic relationship. Um, self care that I'm going to do this week I bought the bath slots, like I told y'all. I do have some stress relief bath bombs, so I'm going to have a nice bath. I'm going to take a, like, do a mask because my skin has been disrespectful mm-hmm. despite me, like, doing the things that needs to be done. Neither here nor there. Yep. But I'm going to do that, and I'm going to deep condition my hair. It's, it's about time. <laughs> so, I don't know. Thanks you guys for tuning in again hopefully you got something helpful from this podcast and just remember you can eat the kale salad you can go to the spin class you can lift the weights but if you're not dealing with the things that's going on in your heart and in your mind then you're still not truly healthy y'all be great and y'all do some self-care too we'll see you next time